It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Hey, Mommy Mia! Mommy, may I introduce you all to the first time show? Welcome to the first time show. We're talking about. I've love. got nothing to cluck about. <laughs> Maybe not yet. Um, oh not yet. <laughs> we just uh, we're covering episode eight. I think yep. so, yeah. Episode eight, eight yeah. of Lovecraft Country called... Do you remember what it's called? Jigga oh. Bobo. Mm-hmm. Which is a play on the derogatory term that was used to um, ridicule... Toward black people. Black people, a jigaboo, which is a terrible word. I was it's glad play on that. Steve told me it was bad because I had no idea... Yeah. I just feel nervous, so I'm admitting that quickly. Um, <laughs> and then um, Bobo is Emmett Till's nickname. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's the title. That's, and that's my take on the title. So um, how much did you guys hate this episode? Because I loved it so much. Oh, I loved it so much. I loved it, too. Oh, we're alive. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I hate it emotionally. It's in the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, this is a momentous. It was. Well, what the heck song are you playing? I just want to thank. I have so many people to thank. Um, you know. <laughs> My brother, he's watched every episode with me. And he watched Popeye with us. And uh, my dad, who walked in just at the end when the monster busted out of the ground and was confused about what we were watching. Please welcome Mason. He went to sleep early so I could watch this episode on time and pull clips and I don't feel too tired. And you two for liking the episode so I don't have to feel like the bad guy again. What a week. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to some clips. <laughs> All right, let's get to some clips. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be upset. I, it I was, think that's it. Um, what a cool, great episode. I loved it. The girls were terrifying. Oh, they have names. Oh, I heard them the on the podcast. Girls. The HBO podcast. What, uh, what a cool design. Terrifying. It was they they were more scary than anything has been in this season. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely yeah. the scariest thing in the show so far. Yeah. I kept thinking these are, are just you like playing this music or am I going crazy? <laughs> yes. It's Shh. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. That's fine, that's fine. Just... We're having a wonderful time. I kept thinking about those little girls, like the actual actresses, <laughs> and they're probably just dancers who are just hired to like really be weird. And they're so little, and they're like, well, "Yeah." This is the first episode where the um, anthology element was like the B story, and it totally worked. Right. 
Interesting. Totally. Um, and they, interesting I think take they on just, me. they just combined the two very well in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it was the what do you script. Mean combine or the two what? The, the like, um, what Brett was saying. Uh, what did you say, Brett? I need more <laughs> detail. Say more. The B story. So the B yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. The so A story the, um, was the, the daughter. D- the girl, D, right? Or the A story was... D-N. Or no, the B story I would was say, D. Yeah. I think the B story was D dealing with the girls, which was actually addressing right. the previous episode. Right, right, right. And then everything... The A story was all about um, Tig and sort of everything Tick. going on that's going to propel us into the end of the season. Tick. Yeah. I'm and so that's rude, what I'm I sorry. That's what I meant by <laughs> it being a good blend of both. I feel like you. What uh, did I say? Tig. Tig. I mean, tig. tig is easy. I always want to say Tig because Tig Nataro. I'm gonna call him Atticus. <laughs> yeah. You could, yeah, you could call him Atticus, dude. So that's it for Hippolyta, sorry. huh? I. She chose to stay in the sp- space future. Yeah. Perfect future so. world. It's a tough. It's a tough character decision when you have a kid. That you're like, yeah. she'll be okay. Dude, Owen Someone get, will take care of her. Owen gets so mad at me because, um, and it's, it's really just a mess with him. And I think he knows that. I don't know. But he gets so upset about how my take on Close Encounters of the Third Kind is that, that Richard Dreyfus is an asshole for leaving his family behind. The thing is... And, and, he is, yeah. But the thi- but he made that selfish decision because right. that was it. Just it just it just led to a lot about to, to knowing a lot more about that character than we thought we would. Yeah, because he's a selfish character, and the the unknown was more important than his family. Yeah, yeah. But Which and Owen gets really relatable. mad at me when I tell when I have that take though. And that's my favorite part of you the have episode. To fix your microphone, or you're gonna upset a lot of people. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett, okay. you probably just Oof, won over a lot of a lot of Brett yeses in the emails <laughs> next week. Good. Um, but yeah, I um, I guess you know I can't blame her for for like learning the she because in life she kind of like. It was all about her and George, Uncle George. And as soon as he was gone, she kind of lost her way a little bit. And then when she was able to see him in that weird afterlife simulation future computer thing, whatever that really was, she... Wait, the thing she was in? She was in a parallel universe. I feel like I'm peeking. Am I maybe um, a little loud? Okay. Uh, Here's what I'll say about Hippolyta. If if we don't ever see her again, I'm willing to accept the fact that she didn't totally know that she was abandoning her family and maybe has been lost in time and just doesn't understand what she's doing. I think she made the choice. Last episode. What's interesting about this episode is we found out that Tick went to the future when he got sucked into that machine. Yeah. And he said that there were look from his son. And well, not from his and son. Totally book written from, by his son, well, though. From D. Yeah. Well, D, we suspect future it's D. D. We suspect it's future D because we saw the preview of the next episode. No, but no, no, still... no, no. That's not why. Well, yes, that's why. Yeah, what are you may, talking maybe about? that's why. That's one hundred percent why. Well, uh, <laughs> tell well, me, uh, tell me what in this episode said D. Well, because D got like her arm shredded up real bad by the creepy yeah. book girls. Girls. 
She got it like the sliced. Creepy book girls. Sliced open. I call them book girls. You're talking about the creepy spit girls. Yeah, I call them the book girls because they're clearly a take on the Uncle Tom's Cabin book in the uh, bathroom, yeah. and it and it's totally like an American portrayal of a black girl a is up. like a jigaboo type. Yeah, fucked up drawing. Portray. And it looks ugly, and the hair's all matted, and all that, and and that's like a, a classic portrayal of black people that they used to, you know, publish, and it sucks. And I think it like you know it's more commentary, which is really good, um, but I think that's what what why those manifested as those like creatures following her because of the book. So I'll call them the book girls. Sure. Yeah, I, I can I can get behind that. I like spit girls, girls too, though, but it's a little grosser. But, they have you know, a name. It's I mean, like, it is. They it, do. It's like Flopsom and Jeffsom. It's like Whoa, two rhymy names. Cool. And they are the girls that were laughing, also, right outside yeah. of the well, candy shop. I think the idea is they're they're real in their evilness, but they're also kind of imagined. Like well, their actual like some, visual like is something she's imagining. Yeah, it's magic. The curse yeah. is a thing, but. What she's yeah. seeing is just what she's seeing. Well, obviously she's a- affected by it because we see the injury on her arm in the episode. And if you did watch the preview, spoiler alert, it looks it's like... It's not a big spoiler. It looks like her arm is, like, done for. And when Tick well, was, was talking well, don't, to... Don't her off. That. Just leave it at well, that. Well, what I'm thinking... I want my. I want to say my theory. But the, yeah, save it for next episode, next week because you're going to... You're gonna, well, no, some but, people don't want to watch the preview. But uh, Tick, I'm here for Owen. Tick says, "Okay, well, he's gonna say it anyway." Yeah, Sorry, I gotta guys. say, I it. tried. I gotta well, say you, it. If, if, if it's a preview, you gotta assume that people are watching. Yeah, you gotta, we can speak to everything that's out. Tick says to Montrose <laughs> that when he was in the future, pause the podcast, watch <laughs> the preview. And yeah, and back. then it, or pause the podcast and skip ahead 15 seconds. Or but whatever. you have to pause it first, or else. Um. <laughs> yeah, or else. But uh, Tick, Tick says to Montrose when he mentions that he went to the future that the book was given to him by someone in a hooded cloak with a robot arm. Oh, that's right. And then they pushed him back into the thing. And to then go pushed back. him back. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was D from the future. Yeah, because mm. it looks like she's going to need help with that arm. <laughs> Man, it's really cool. They got me. They've definitely got me, and they've had me. They've just been, like, you know, it's been wavering a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and, well, it's just some episodes are way better than others. And this one really just kind of reminds me why the show is so good. Yeah. Because they can really play around with these terrifying realities of American history and then turn yeah. them into like scary Lovecraftian designed looking demon creature things and it, and combine those all together. And it's just really well done. And this one really brought that back for me, I feel like, because we, we had the- This uh, was the most effective episode. I think so I too. Oh, interesting. I, mean, I think so too, especially for as far as what they're going for in the show. Yeah. Like I think it mm-hmm. it's- because, you know, it's grounded in, re- in, a, in a reality. It's in a, grounded Emery. It's grounded Ethan because Emery. it stayed out too late with its friends. Mm-hmm. But it's grounded in some type of reality. 
similar to and ours. It knows better than that. Because and it's COVID, so you really can't do that at all now. You had right. the Emmett Till situation going on, and um, which is um, yeah, we should say what that is just in case we have international. Well, people we've been who talking about know. Emmett Till on the show a little bit because it, throughout the show they've been kind of teasing that Emmett Till is Dee's friend. And then in this episode, they basically confirmed that they were best friends. So, um, but but we've been we've been having like little teases about him about how he went to on a trip, and then he's the one in the Ouija board scene um, when it says, it says "Don't take the trip" or whatever. It's going to be dangerous. Or Are you going to have a good trip? It says no. Right, and um, but the. Um, he... By the way, I wish I could show you guys the way the moon is like casting light through the trees. Uh, it's troubling, and I don't want to be outside anymore. <laughs> That's the perfect like I was waiting like, I to hear like how it. he would describe it. <laughs> yeah, but let me see if I can get a picture of it. <laughs> okay. When you share your fear, it's less scary. Um, okay, well, let's do a little a little anyway, tiny but, Emmett Till. Yeah, so. It's incredibly depressing, but it's it's history, so it's important to know, although hopefully not dwell too too hard on because you will find yourself crying forever. Right. Um so Emmett Till as we saw in the show, he was 14 when he was killed and he was killed I believe the story is we said this before, but um that some white guys thought he was like maybe hitting on one of their wives or something like that. Bottom line, they they killed him super horrifically. And you watch the episode, you get the idea. He was basically tortured and then thrown into a river. And then when they found him, he was like... Mutilated. Mutilated. And yeah. he had been, you know, taken by the elements. And it was really a horrific thing. His remains were just like... He was an unrecognizable body. Ugh. And so they were like, everybody needs to see this. Like, everybody needs to see what they did to my son. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's like a terrible, terrible part of history. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they show a little bit of what's what that must have been like to experience. Um, you know, similar to a lot of the George Floyd kind of stuff that's happening now. And it's so fucking terrible. Very fucking terrible. So and it's true terrible. to history that apparently hundreds of thousands of people came to the funeral and were lined blocks and blocks around. Yeah. And um, damn, it's just really powerful, horrible stuff. Um, but done re really well in the show, I think. And yeah. important to know about. And uh, just incredible, incredibly well done. I think, mm -hmm. and important. Again, it's just really important stuff that like we need to know about. We need to know happened in this fucking country that, you know. Yeah, because I feel like the show has done so much to kind of like, I want to say educate, but it's almost like that's not the word, but to like. Remind us. Put you in the shoes oh. and like actually give people who didn't, who don't live through this every day, like a, a, an entryway to kind of understand fear in the way that um, people of color have felt fear over, you know, the last however many, 50 years in America, 50 years plus. Right. And, um, and before that, a the totally show now, different 
more intense version. Yeah, the show has such a motor storyline wise that now we're moving so aggressively towards the conclusion of the story. I feel like some of the messaging in that regard has been it isn't as prevalent because we're so deep into the story now. Yeah. So I like when they do I like that they took this moment to kind of bring you back and be like, let's refocus for just one second on what the purpose of this show is. Right. And then a monster is going to bust up through the, the ground. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like yeah. we're going to get back to it. But for a second, we want to remind you, like, we, you know, we're making this show for a reason. And I, I you know, I appreciated that that kind of moment and that opportunity. Yeah. So. And again, done really well and, and respectfully. And I think um, it was done in, a, in the best way they could possibly do it in a show like this, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, really good absolutely. stuff. Always, I'm, and again, I'm always so impressed with how they're educating people about these things too. They're doing it in a really cool way, and um, always cool to learn about history in a cool way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they juxtapose that with one of the weirdest, most bizarre strangest sex scenes i've ever seen in my life yeah and will never forget yeah like this is gonna create a new fetish if it doesn't or, if it doesn't well, already yeah, exist I already I don't, have, whatever don't that is I have that. It's great. <laughs> there were so many times in this episode where i physically held my hand in front of my eyes very very many times just like yeah it was a violent episode well, not just violent. It was just, um, it was just everything like visceral. It's just a lot. Yeah. I don't want to look. I texted you guys the scary picture of the moon. Um, just as a side note. But, uh, oh, wow. my goodness. I, yeah. That's a horror movie. That's a horror moon. V. It's, uh, it's definitely spooky. And it's, oh, that's it's getting reflection. <laughs> Um, But I didn't even find that, that moment. It was almost like, beautiful in a weird way yeah yeah i can't deal with that right now sorry it was like it was a juxtaposition of of like a beautiful moment and the most horrific thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) so yeah that's why i thought it was so cool yeah i really love what they're doing i mean it was um, very cool horror yeah the visuals are really cool in this show and i i don't think ever been done before I would be yeah. sure. And it's just so crazy how these like cops are using like weird magic spells and stuff. And like, it's such a really bizarre world they've built that like really just works and is uh, really unique and, and awesome. Um, yeah. But let's talk about those fucking book girls, man, because those girls were, okay. were they in reverse? I I don't, or, I think what, maybe what a few times, on? but overall, no. Yeah. Because a lot of what they were I, doing... I think... Go ahead. I, I was like, I think that they could have been in reverse at times. I think when she was coming up the stairs, yeah, probably was reverse. But I think the rest of it was very, like, practical. I loved how, like, how intentional it was when she, like, closed the door and stared right into the camera. Was was a really nice, like, haunted house moment. Yeah. And the eyes were really good. Um everything yeah, was so was good super effective their eyes were the off. yeah were like when you're yeah when they're in the background and you could just see when they're in like, the dark their and eyes glowing. like kind of moving the way mm-hmm. they do and you can't really see it it was just 
really, really well done. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if I if it came out that it's like there's no effects. That's all. Yeah, practical. you're right. Yeah. Girls just like do that. There are those dancers that felt. can kind of move like they're in right slow motion or something, and it's all like weird shit. So yeah, so maybe I've they're seen doing it that. Manufactured. I've seen it done like in back, uh, you know, in reverse. Yeah, play well, forward, and it didn't it feel different. like that. It felt yeah. very intentional. It felt very uh, orchestrated and like choreographed, right? To make it ultra creepy. <laughs> Right. And more realistic. Like, I think when you play to reverse, there's an element of like, well, that's not real. I can like detach from that. This felt very like, oh, all of this stuff is something that something creepy would happen. The best was when she was swinging at the girls with like the big pipe. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. uh, And the uncle came in and it was just like, I I don't know the way they shot that where there was nothing there. Then he came up and like grabbed her and they sort of pulled out and you saw the girls were there it showed like it was a snapshot of everything that was happening. Right. It was a really effective scene because it was showing like, he doesn't understand that there's things there, but she's terrified. And then these things are actually like affecting or attacking and like hurting her, which then it's showing him that whatever it is exists. And it was all like, and in like 15 seconds, you basically got, Oh, she's crazy. I don't believe her. Oh no, she's in trouble. And I believe her, you know, I usually string that out. Yeah. So that was really fun to get that so fast and it to to work. Yeah. Yeah. And and just yeah. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say for the overall story, we know that Dad has fully accepted the existence of magic at that point. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't just know it exists. He's like tried to do a spell. He's like his trust with that is yeah. kind of in. Wait, I'm glad him and Tick have worked things out. Me too. I just found... we needed something nice in this episode, or I would have just been like, "Great, yeah. so is this kill ourselves night?" I found a thing in I'm, the subreddit that's a bad joke. <laughs> that says they're the the girls, the book girls are called Pickaninnies. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, but that's okay. not their names. No, no. But I guess that's what they would call little black children drawn to have red lips. And large white eyes and the kinky hair with bows. They're saying that that's the stereotypical. My friend is an it's artist. A cari- yeah, it's like a it's super a racist racist caricature. Yeah, caricature. Yeah, yeah. But I was saying I thought that's what they were calling the other word huh? that I don't like, the J word that the uh, episode is called that I don't like. Oh, I don't know really. I don't yeah. understand, but it's okay. It's all just you like should find their names. Stuff. You can say their names, and you're gonna like their names. How do I find their names? names? Look up the just names of the characters. In? Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say before that? And I just did forget. Mm, everyone's waiting. Uh, <laughs> remember, remember. Is this Alana's remember, thoughts? Alana, no, it's Alana's memory loss. <laughs> oh man, all these sites don't let me come in because I got my ad blocker on. I'll look it up. Let me in. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. Uh. <sighs> Why? Well, feels like time for Alana's thoughts. Yeah, it is time oh, okay. for Alana's thoughts. Well, all right, Alana, are you ready you for your thoughts? I'm ready for my thoughts. Hey, everybody. Okay. <laughs> it's time. 
my thoughts are m- very small this time because the episode was yep uh-huh just that okay yes. so i did uh-huh. historical thing i looked up i looked up uh information about uncle tom's cabin the name of that book that the book mm-hmm. it's not just the name <laughs> um and so i'm gonna read to you like a two sentence what that book is have you guys heard of this book before yeah oh i've yeah, never heard uncle of tom's it cabin yeah well what the heck like i read um in college i read uncle tom's children which is four novellas, and I can't remember what its relationship to Uncle Tom's Cabin was, but I could Google it. Well, maybe I'm. Maybe there are other but people like, like me. <laughs> they're calling. Okay, they're saying one of them is called Topsy. Yeah, Topsy and Bopsy. That's it. It's Topsy the and Bopsy. The 1852 novel is the work of Harriet. Be- Sorry, now I'm just re- oh, well, jumping into a it's lot fine. of stuff. Steve's just gonna read my thoughts that I looked up. It's fine. Well, it's going to mention their connection to the book. Is that right, what you were going to say? Ahead. Wait, is that what you were going to say? Just do it. No more disruption. Well, I just wanted to, because I found a very interesting part that says, uh, in the in the novel, a white female abolitionist, uh, wait, what? It's the wor- Oh, it's the work of Harriet Beecher Stowe, mm-hmm. a white female abolitionist, and it centers on Uncle Tom, an enslaved and essentially saintly Christian black man who rescues a girl named Eva. Her father shows his gratitude by purchasing Tom as a thank you. Eva and Tom become friends, and she asks her father on her deathbed to free all the slaves, but Eva's father dies, and Tom gets a horrible new owner. Tom later dies because he won't tell on runaway slaves. But Topsy isn't as prominent in the story, but her impact is great. She's an enslaved girl who doesn't have Tom's staunch religious beliefs. Topsy serves as the stereotypical piccaninny, quote unquote, a.k.a. a racist caricature of black kids from that time period. The book describes her as an imp of darkness and a mischievous thief. Her wide eyes, tattered clothing and many ponytails make her look evil alongside the blonde angel Eva. It also says Topsy doesn't believe in God nor understand love until Eva changes her with her heart of gold. A dying Eva gives Topsy a curl of her hair to inspire her to be a good Christian so they can meet in heaven one day. It's a clearly problematic depiction that screams white savior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Topsy and Bopsy are their names. Yeah. Now we got it. Nice work. We did it. <laughs> nice work, Steve. <laughs> nice work, us. Well, it was you. <laughs> well, you remembered Bopsy. And I found Topsy. All right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, hey, I could at least say I like the clothes. <laughs> no, no. Go, 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 go. That's about it. I was going to tell about the book and say I like the clothes. All right. <laughs> it's interesting because this article what the hell was that did you hear that i'm what scared it was what like it? A, it was like someone yelling oh, <laughs> hold on i'll go check now the moon has just broken out of the trees and it's, it's just overhead oh dear so it's less scary that's good for you. I'm glad it came to us instead. What if Steve doesn't come back? Steve's going to come back. Well, I just think we have to carry the podcast. 
Okay. What did you think about the clothes in this episode? Well, I've started thinking more about the meaning. It's hard. There's so much going on in every epi- in every episode that it's hard to like recognize the the meaning of the clothes. But I tried in this one to start paying a little bit more attention to that, just because it was a funeral episode, so we could see. Right. Could have been a motorcycle. Um. So we could yeah. see like. Yeah. It was. It was a Steve thinks it was a motorcycle. Either way, he's back. <laughs> Um, we're watching scary shit and we're talking about scary shit. Well, more so we have our headphones on, so it's just a muffled like something and it's happened. Scary shit. Yeah, scary shit. Um but this time I was trying to pay more attention to the clothes, the purpose, the meaning in the clothes for that reason, and because it was a funeral episode, like obviously uh, who is mourning is wearing black, etc. So I thought it was really interesting that they kept Diana in white the whole time mm-hmm. and that she but i think that shape of a dress is also kind of more suggestive of the that archetype that shitty terrible racist archetype from the book so i don't know if they were trying to make her just more feel like that but she could have been in black but she wasn't she was in white like all white and i feel like that's significant to in some way um I'm not sure how, though. And I was thinking about, like, Letty still wears a black top even to the end, and usually she wears a lot of color, so that was unique, and I feel like probably because of keeping her coming around from that funeral situation. And I thought it was especially interesting the clothing they put Christina in because she was also in, like, very light-colored clothing. And although she's in light-colored clothing in other parts, she wears a lot of, like, blues and darker tones as well and in this the whole episode she was in those like very white like that white dress was so like it it looked like a disney princess's like off day dress which is not what christina normally is trying to put down with her outfits so right (laughs) i felt like that's got to be purposeful like i don't know what they were trying to suggest there but it got me thinking for sure outside of that they were all beautiful there was a really cool outfit that um Ruby wears I really liked that with the like a big kind of artificial flower print oh, and yeah. a little belt yeah she wore that for most of the episode it felt the like. second half yeah yeah, yeah. That I was thought a that good was one. a gorgeous did you have any thoughts on when Christina got beat up and shot oh it's oh, hard to like, watch my thought was it felt like she hired those guys to do that specific thing. Right. Yeah, the, I think the that's the Emmett, idea. The Emmett Till put thing. her in that position. Yeah. I don't know if she was doing it because she, in somehow she kind of heard what Ruby said or if she just wanted like because she said that her goal is to be um, immortal. immortal and but she seemed upset to me at the idea that she couldn't die in that moment. So maybe it's more about like feeling pain and relating to normal people well, that she can't really do that. She can't have that connection with a, mm. a person cause she can't be that part of human and she's choosing that. And she's like maybe dealing with like having, making that choice. What I got out of that, out of that moment Oop. was, are you okay? Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. <laughs> what I, what I got out of that moment was, um, yeah, with Ruby kind of yelling at her about, like, do you even care how this child was murdered? And her saying, like, no, all I care about is being immortal. 
It felt like... Well, I like, don't think she said, no, all I care about is being immortal. Well, I she think... said she didn't care about anybody, really. But she I... said she didn't care about anything or anybody. But I think there's extra meaning in there because when she, what she followed that up with was, you don't either, and for these reasons, because I think what she was trying to say right, is, right, in right, that right. moment, you were escaping just as much as I'm not thinking about it. You aren't either right now. Like, we're having sex and and whatever. Right. So what I don't th- think it's as extreme as... I know ever care. I think it's just like a stirring the I pot kind of like, no, was, and you're not doing it either. It was, it's not, I mean, I think she's just, whatever it was, I think the whole point of her asking to be murdered the way that she was, was a way to kind of like take what Ruby said, because we're seeing a relationship being built between Ruby and Christina. Is it yeah. Christina? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Getting her fucking name. Yeah, just we're think of Christ. She's being... named Christina because of Christ. We're seeing their relationship being... think of our friend, Christina. Think of our uh, friend, right. Christ. Oh, great. I'll think about Jesus and our friend, Christina, and that'll help me remember. <laughs> right. um, but no, I Look mean... Look at I my hair. It's they're like building. Her. They're building a relationship between them, and I think they really want us to feel like Christina is maybe... I don't know. Maybe there's a deeper connection between her and Ruby and it's starting to form into a deeper thing. And maybe they'll, I don't know. I don't know what they're, it seems like they're building some kind of relationship, a deeper relationship with them, especially since they do keep having sex, even with the knowledge of who they are and, and with Ruby knowing exactly who she is. Um, I think they're building this like stronger relationship between the two of them. So that when, so when, um, when Christina gets, you know, murdered in the way that Ruby was like, don't you care how that boy was murdered? I think w- her reaction was one of um, understanding the pain, probably, that, that, that everyone went through and, and what they probably should have felt in that moment or what she should have felt in that moment, maybe. But also, like, she was also laughing, too, so it seemed like she was kind of getting like a holy shit, what an awful way to die. And I guess I am immortal because I'm not dead. That's what I got out of that moment. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's my take. I didn't take it. I didn't catch the laughing part, except for that. The subtitle, the subtitle said crying said, slash yeah. laughing. But, you know, subtitles aren't always right. Uh... And I feel like. I didn't see that as laughing, but you know That's what? That's fair. I know. It's because when em- well, uh, when Atticus said autumn, autumn, autumnal, uh, what was it? Autumnal Solstice. equinox. Equinox. When he says autumnal equinox, Steve and I are both like, what did he no just say? No fucking idea. <laughs> Not a clue. I was like, I think I heard equinox. He's like, autumnal or equinox. Like, or equinox. What? I and so know. we put subtitles on from that moment. Just like, if you're going to throw words like that out of the corner. I yeah, we had to turn it. on the subs on this one. But I think the show does this a lot right. where there are moments where someone is, for example, crying and laughing, but I'm really only seeing that they're crying. And it's not until the next episode that someone's like, well, you laughed at that happening. And you're like, oh, so it was meant to be both. OK, I mean, I also feel like the character is like kind of crazy, ma- crazy, maniacal yeah. and her g- finding that she's truly maybe immortal and can't be killed is like maybe this like incredibly emotional moment for her. And it's like hilarious that it's happening or something, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't, I hear there's you. a that's lot of, there's a lot of ways that 
if the subtitles were meant to be taken from the script or something, <laughs> and she really was laughing and crying at the same time, I feel like there's a lot that alludes to, you know, her feelings about being now immortal. It's something she really wanted. It's what she's always wanted. Well, she's not immortal and, yet. Well, she's, I mean, I don't know. Seemingly, it seems like she figured it out or whatever. No, she can't be killed because she has the protection. She can't be like hurt. But she can't live forever. So what she's oh, trying right. to do by becoming immortal right, is she right. wants to live forever. Live forever. Oh, interesting. oh am yeah. I the only one thinking that? I think that's no, correct. I'm thinking that now. But I think living forever <laughs> is also part of not being able to die from like being murdered in a terrible way. Yeah, but she already has that part. That's not the part she's after. She's had that the whole time. And then she gave it to Letty also. So, I mean, we have perfect proof that she knows clearly what that is and then what was it. the point of that then well y you saw when she ripped up her shirt and she looked at the tat that uh it's not a tattoo the snake that thing or the symbol the or symbol that yeah. scarred into her yeah. and that symbol means she has that protection spell so then what on was her the point of that that's why she couldn't die and her her looking at that and like laugh crying laughing whatever she, emoting strongly is her just like reckoning with the fact that she can't in my opinion feel the way that ruby was saying literally i want you to feel this so she just like went out of her way to like have that done just so that she could feel what ruby wanted her to feel well i think it's everything i just said like right before you started talking frankly but i'll say it again i think she was she's having a real relationship with ruby and i think she struggles with her humanness <sighs> and her like magic goals that are like beyond human and this was just a moment of her being like, yeah, I didn't feel anything. Why didn't I feel anything? Or maybe can I feel something or let me try to feel something. And also just kind of like fucking with herself and being like, what is fucking life and this situation with me being this being? Hmm. I think in my mind, Christina, the character, she might she might be my favorite character. She's one of my favorite characters. Christina, the character is my favorite <laughs> rap artist. <laughs> great. And what I... What I like most about her grapes. is she seems like a grape eater. She seems like someone who is like absolutely honest to a fault. And how do I put this? I think she's stuck between two worlds in a really interesting way. Like she's in this powerful white world but she still can't get the full extent of the power because she's too female. She's in this like whiteness, but she still has the female issue. She's in been in this family struggle where she's trying to get power in her family, but she's still not allowed. And I mean, it seems to be, it's all because she's female, but she just has, she's in between two worlds. And I think I, I feel her to be in between being like a psychotic magician or magic person, whatever the way her family members were and being an actual feeling kind human. I think she totally does like c care about the characters, but she just cares about herself first and most. And she has her own goals and things that are, she clearly knows honestly that that is first for her and it'll always will be first for her, but she has always protected them and stepped in and kind of like, she's not doing anything to purposefully hurt them yet. Although she might do that to Atticus soon, but until now I think she's like, yeah, this is an ends to a mean, but means to an end. Yeah, but that in this case I think it's an ends to a mean, but I mean uh You're right, mean to an end. Oh gosh, I can't anymore. Means this is a mean to an end, but 
uh, it doesn't mean that she's not also having that human side of her that's like caring and and falling in love with these characters along the way who are people she's like interacting with and learning more about and you know naturally starting to care more for especially ruby am i going to like much? That the episode it ended with uh her going spell worked <laughs> yeah i guess the, the spell worked for a second like yeah yeah, yeah. Which Alana was... Wait, before we, were, we pass Christina, that was my favorite outfit of the episode. The one she wore when she was dying. That's oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Before I brought it up during Alana's thoughts. I had to say it. That was a good outfit. <laughs> my favorite. We were, we, we were, Alana and I were talking about that line from Letty yeah. when she says, it looks like the spell worked or something. Mm-hmm. Alana was having trouble... Well, my question, I'll say it. Okay, yeah, yeah. My yeah. question was, is she saying that because she knows that Atticus went and did this spell with the dad? Or is she saying that because she went and performed some spell oh, that I, we didn't see? I thought she was 100% saying that in regards to the spell Christina put on her in the church. But Christina said only you, not Atticus. Yeah, but it's like, she just survived all that shit. And, so like, she's talking about attack them because she was with like. So she's talking about herself. She's talking about herself. Oh, I think we were both thinking yeah. she was talking about Atticus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I prefer it. How she's would talking. She know that he did the spell though. Exactly. Yeah. That's I prefer what we were that she's talking about herself because that's the oh. one that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. But I, what I was saying to Alana was, is he did say to her. That he to was going to learn a spell. No, he was oh, saying no, to, to, to uh, oh, Letty yeah, I guess he did. that he was going to learn a spell to protect them. This is where way. it's confusing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. But, it was a cool line, though. Is, we'll know more next week. We'll know more next week. But also, the show keeps doing this. Like they keep, they keep having, uh, like there's so much packed in that they're skipping to next moments and next moments, and we're supposed to know that, like, oh, this thing happened, and they all talked about it, and everyone knows. Like they keep doing that, and I'm like. No, we're talking about secrets and magic and secret societies. Like, you tell me if this person told that person. You don't just assume it. It's it's mm-hmm. something that's been bothering me. Did you guys think show. it was kind of fucked up? How so it could make sense. D was like, basically, like, nobody cared about her at all. Yeah. No, including Letty, who's like, go get some water if you're choking to death. Serious. <laughs> well, I thought that was part of the curse or something. Part of the arc. No, Yo, I, I the think arc. that was part of the like. Everybody's like, got their own shit going on, and they're really not paying attention to D, but they should yeah. be because like, Tick knows that D's mom is probably lost in time somewhere. Like they should be more. I, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna come back. I, I they're yeah. Probably setting up next episode where they're Holy. like, we should have been paying attention to her or whatever. Yep. But. Well, it's funny because yeah, no, all... I felt like it was blatant that they were just like ignoring her. And all of them are saying, like, we need to take care of D. Let's talk about D and be concerned about her. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing we'll do will be ignore her right. <laughs> while we talk about what to do. Right. Well, and they, it's so funny because like they kept like Montrose kept going like we, we can't find D again. Like they, they just keep talking about how she's like still she's missing lost. and ticks just like. I gotta go f- learn magic. I, I I don't have time for this shit. I don't have time. I to got d- five <laughs> days till the autumnal equinox. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time to worry about D at all. I don't have time to li- worry about a little girl out in you know, 
the terrible landscape of the U.S. On. during this time. He's got his own shit going on. Um, Alana, any more thoughts? Uh, no. All right. Well, guys, that was Alana's thoughts. All right. You guys want to jump into the clips? Hi. Right, some clips. Let's get in the clips. All right. <laughs> Brett got quite a bit of clips. I'm excited about it. For this show, is a lot. I feel good about some of them. Are you ready? Here's the first one. Ready. You're a succubus. Yeah. You're a succubus. You're a succubus. You're a succubus. All right, next clip. We don't know how much magic they know. <laughs> I love it. That's great because I, I love that they're just straight up talking about magic. They we don't know how much magic we they don't know. know how much magic they know. They could be Who? real dangerous. We can't fuck with that. Who was that? <laughs> one of the cops. One of the crooked cops. Right, right before D busts into the room, pretty much. Right. I always thought my my death would come at the end of a white man's bullet or a rope. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible it. and amazing. No, it's so good. I love it. I think magic it's a, so much more jazz. Magic I, is so Yeah, much I more also jazz. just want magic so much more jazz. <laughs> As a shirt. I was gonna pull that, but it felt like without context. Yeah, it's definitely funnier with. Yeah. And the final clip. What did you do to me with your spit? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Well, little lady, I cursed you. What did you do to me with your spit? That's great. That's a really good clip. Wait, before we finish this, we have to mention our our succubus that came back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and Jihad? he's just like. I know. It's like what there's we so had... much going on that that isn't even worth noting. Right, right. Up to this point. <laughs> it's it's like, like, yeah, then she came back. She's going to be a part of it. She's going to help them yeah, somehow. Yeah. She's going to have more to do next episode. They were yeah. like, how do we get her into the show? Like, how do we get her with that in the like into the team? Into the well, Justice I even League? started thinking about yeah. that monster at the end. She could have something to do with the fact that it's not attacking them or something like she, she's yeah. a monster person. I, too. There could be some is. link. Who knows? We're thinking. I mean, I don't I'm think so. Thinking but... that that's what happened with Montrose's spell. What is what the monster that came out to save Tick? Yeah. Do you think? Okay. Here's I think the question. that's Montrose's spell. Do we think the monster came to save Tick, or it just was coincidence for some other reason it showed no, up, but it, it didn't attack Tick I because think it he came was to saved? Save I think yeah. it's Tick's protection. I that agree they, that they summoned yeah. because didn't they suggest that in the first episode that those creatures were there to protect? Oh yeah. The, what do you mean? Okay, hold on. What yeah. do you mean? Oh, I said that like six times in the middle of the episode, and you're like, what? Wait, when? <laughs> While the monster no, 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 was no. out, you said. And after um, the episode ended, no, 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 no. You said uh, because in the first episode, the monsters seemed like they existed to protect. I don't know the society that yeah, had the magic, like, they're or like, like the, the bloodline who had the magic, whatever. Yeah, because remember they were specifically they're like guard dogs. 
Yes, they were like, weren't they? That's yeah, what I was, that's what I was saying. Weren't they I guess I didn't created get, to protect saying. it? So yeah. it would make sense that they were summoned and still protecting the magic, right? What did you do to me with your spit? Oh, God. Um, it's unfortunate the episode was so dark because I want to laugh more at that, but then I could start to cry in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, we Also... Um, Thank God for Dee getting some anger because I can't. Uh, she, she has been served quite a hand. Yeah, and Dee, mm-hmm. by dad, by mom, is... by best friend, with the most violence, with the most absolute killer, and no one cares or is paying attention to me, and all have their own magic shit going on. There's like Jesus. There's no way the daughter of Uncle George and, and Hippolyta is not going to be able to fight off some evil shit. She's going to be a tough cookie. But yeah, you don't want to see well, that happen. But she did. She did really well. I, no, she I'm basically I'm glad she yeah, got yeah. angry because then other yeah. well, the alternative is just being really like the stage prior, yeah. sad, depressed, breaking, uh, breaking news, anger. I'm in. Um. All right, you guys want to jump into the emails? Let's jump in. Hey, why don't we jump in? Took your top. Look who's here. Fuck your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. Oh, shit. Billy Ray. Billy Ray. <laughs> Officer Mustard Stain. Time for some emails. You've been William this whole fucking time? You want to be a credit to your race? You have to be better than mediocre. And do you want to know why? Because white folks are even more fucked up than you think. They have got shit you can't even imagine. That's why you got to be exponentially better than them so you don't end up in some closet half dead with your tongue cut Who's out. Davenport? Y'all hands wouldn't have <laughs> Y'all hands. <laughs> Y'all hands. This first, oh, let me get my music up. Come on, what am I, rude? Y'all hands wouldn't have but nothing to cluck about if you Y'all didn't have. Y'all hands wouldn't have nothing to cluck about if you had some cockadoodle doos pecking your own coops. <laughs> pecking at your own coops. Cockadoodle doos pecking your, your own coops. Cockadoodle doos pecking at your own coops. Young Wolfo sends an email saying, "Play sound clip of Asian man's soul being sucked out." Okay. Thanks, Steve, Alana, Brett, and... Oh, he wants this, too. What do you think I am, a puppet? I've got real thoughts, too, and fixed the length of them, too. Thank you. And that's the, that's the end of the email. All right. Someone I press send it. right in the middle. Perfect size. Muhammad bin Nasir sends an email saying, Hashtag Brett, yes. Hello, everyone on the pod today. Just came here to say that I share Brett's opinion... On the best, worst episodes, the first and sixth one were my favorites, and the seventh was my least favorite. It had great ideas and could have been very empowering, but due to the execution, most of it fell flat to me. Love everything that you guys do, Mo. Thanks, Mo. Thank you, Mo. I feel seen. (laughs) And we're going to put that one right in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Beto Guevara sends an email saying you Beto! missed me can you hear me 
sibilance. What up, you horny sacks of bliss? Okay. I'm okay, COVID-free, and no lasting side effects I can feel yet. Congratulations, Yay! you made it out on the other side. Why haven't I written in a couple of weeks? Because some horn-honking, fart-noising, underwear balcony dancer diva don't want to read emails regarding past episodes. <gasps> Even when the rest of the hosts, a majority, by the way, are in favor of doing it. Very undemocratic. What do you think he's talking you. about? I have no idea. I don't know, but we can talk about it when the show's over. <laughs> and I'm not about to watch this scary ass show at 3 a.m. I don't do them scary moving pictures very often. I get scared. Oh, I'm with you. Sounds like a personal problem. I feel seen. I hope I can watch the finale on time to write in. <laughs> Can't make any promises. By the way, did you guys enjoy that crazy ass trip Hippolyta made? Shit was crazy good. Did you read that, Steve? Fucking gotcha. No, that's good. That's okay. If you want a sentence about it, I can do a sentence. Vote safely, Don Beto. Oh, I like the By vote By the way, safely. right now, Lovecraft Country is trending, and <gasps> Christina is trending. What? Why? From Lovecraft. What What about Christina character. is trending? Because of the way she it's, uh, died? Because the sex scene? The The first thing that comes up is, a, is someone talking to a wall, and it says, Ruby trying to get Christina to care about black lives. Oh, it's for that purpose. But it's all it's all about Lovecraft Country. Oh, damn. It's very exciting that it's trending and that people are talking about the show. Wazy Jazz. Maybe they'll make more. Maybe they'll make more. Says, I realize... And maybe people are learning something. Yeah. Says, I realize the yeah. fault in my ways, Lovecraft Country, episode eight. Good afternoon, Steve, Brett, Alana, and maybe Owen. Strange guess. It's me. Maybe. Jess you from Michigan again. Last week I emailed you... And told you not to worry about saying my name and then promptly signed my name in the email. So to rectify my mistake, my name is pronounced Yashu. Yashu. And it's a Polish name. Yashu. All my siblings have Polish names, some easier to say than others. Really quickly before we talk about the episode, hope you guys are enjoying Doctor Who. I'd love to hear which of the doctors you guys <gasps> like the best. I particularly love Matt Smith, but Peter Capaldi is definitely the best doctor, in my opinion. Whoa, hot take. Now on to the episode. Uh, we'll get to Doctor Matt Who in Smith. a second. You know, well, this, this, or is, now. this is my second time <laughs> watching through since the Eccleston don't Way spoil any shit. Days. I don't want to know how soon I'm getting a new doctor. That's okay. I don't want any of that shit spoiled. I'm in Matt Smith right now, and we just started getting the brown hair girl to be our girl. Souffle That's girl. It. It's like episode two um, of Souffle Girl. But uh, I think I'm enjoying Matt Smith a lot this time. He's really, really good. He's my favorite. But he's also the one that seems to be sticking around the longest. So no, I think Tenet had the most episodes. Tenet might have the most because of those specials, right? More than Matt well, Smith? Season two, three, and four, and then Smith is five. Wait, wait, wait. Alana said she didn't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. Okay, okay, Thank all right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. 
Wow, you really feel the dread D is feeling going into Emmett Till's funeral, for sure. I didn't know we were watching Us 2 Electric Boogaloo. Okay, I had more thoughts. The episode was probably my favorite so far, and most of them didn't do it justice, especially the D storyline. That in itself could have been a feature-length horror movie. I agree. Also, the reason I suggested watching Six Feet Under is because it's a show I've always heard was one of the best, but was too young to see, and oh. you guys doing it for this show would be good incentive to watch it. Once again, much love, much love, much love, and hope to talk to you guys again next week. Dennis the Menace? Munch love. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my munchers. Munch love. <laughs> it's like a squirrel's podcast. <laughs> What's the nuts, boys? Let's figure it out today. All right. Dan the Man sends an email saying, Hello, first-timers. Miami Dan reporting in. Brett, I made the poll on Twitter. What does that mean? Wait, why can't we hear my music anymore? The poll. What's happening? Do you hear it, Brett? I, I don't hear anything. Okay, there it is. All right. Just want to make sure we still have the music. Brett, I made the poll on Twitter. Let's see what happens this time around. I'm rooting for you. What is he talking about? He made a poll. I said, "My, I said, Dan, get a poll up for who thinks episode six of Lovecraft Country is the best episode. Oh. You guys didn't like it. That's what we did for the end of Leftover. Oh, he's doing another poll. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Here's some quick it. thoughts. I love the song choice Cruel Summer. Who eats cream of wheat nowadays? Did those oh, yeah. eyes move? Yes, yes, they did. I'm getting some it vibes this episode. Oh shit, it's Gia. Totally loving the it vibes. I remember learning about Hamilton. I know. I remember learning about Emmett Till in my African American women authors course in college. Really powerful stuff. That scene with Ruby, also super powerful imagery. Holy shit, this is the scariest episode so far with those two girls. I learned what a succubus was from South Park. <laughs> I wow. also learned what you a nine-tailed demon fox was from Naruto or Naruto. Holy shit, those two girls are terrifying. That song doesn't help. I want that song so bad. I, what was the, 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 uh, the song that plays... The cover? No, no, no. The song that plays when they're chasing uh, D around. That, oh, like, yes. The weird uh, one. Like weird nursery rhyme or the, whatever They're like, knock, knock, knock. Don't come in. Don't yeah. let him in. I'm oh, knocking yeah, at the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I want it. That's that's creepy. <laughs> My paraphrasing is like not a single word that's actually in <laughs> Lovecraft Country was written by Tick's son. Diana is the best. She just tried to kill herself like Emmett. Holy shit, Diana beating the shit out of those demons. Holy fuck, demon dogs. Brett, I think this wins. Best episode. Sorry. This was an amazing episode. Can't wait to see how it all wraps up in the last couple of episodes. Miami Once Dan. Once it was over, I told Brad, I think I was like, I think this is probably the best episode of the season, but my favorite is still. Uh, six? Episode six, yeah. All right. This next email comes from Jason Miller. He says, Shagoff made cops take a nap. 
This was easily my favorite episode so far. I reacted to the Shagoff having Tick the same, saving Tick the same way that sports boys react to real touchdowns during the Super Bowl. Me too. I hope Owen is okay. <laughs> Does anyone have eyes on Owen? <laughs> Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night drenched in sweat because I have bad dreams about Owen not being on the podcast. Steve, play me out with that one clip you like. Okay. It's been... <laughs> Andrew Whitney sends an email saying, this is hard to type, so I'm so shaken right now. Everything about that episode has gotten me in a way no other has yet. Diana better fucking be okay. That girl's gone through way too much. Those twins yeah, were creepy agreed. as hell. I don't know if this means anything, but I think they went for her wrists. The same spot as Hippolyta's weird implant things. Hmm. It's kind Wait. of a reach, but I hear you. Oh, yeah, I think, no. The entire ending sequence <laughs> was so tense and rad. If the spell worked, then something terrible is probably going to happen to Montrose. <gasps> Yeah, because he was like, I'll die because of jazz. Christina Magic. recreating the absolutely horrible events of Emmett Till's murder, really gut-wrenching. Oh I don't know if that means she now understands how Ruby feels and did so because she genuinely cares for her or if this didn't prove anything to her and she'll just continue to manipulate everyone. I don't know. I got to go lie down and breathe. Yeah, or if it's a little bit of both, because yeah. she's figuring it out too, which I think is consistent with the show's character building. Yeah. I would, that's my guess. <laughs> Adam Chambers sends an email saying, Hi, Summer Girl, BB Boys, and possible guest. I hope this email isn't too long. I tried to keep it short. It feels like we're in the home stretch with this season. While this episode surely had horror, horror aspects to it with the entire D storyline, it didn't feel like a subgenre of the week like the other episodes have been. Horror. Eh, I think it did. Horror. Like psychological horror. Like us. Like it. I just think it did because we haven't really delved into this type of horror. genre. Yeah. However... Yeah, it didn't go all the way in. No, it didn't, it didn't go all the way in. Didn't make it about D. That's true. No. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like everything is they coming. Have to. They have to get the yeah. They have to get the story going. Right. It feels like everything is coming together, and we might be getting some answers soon. The vampire monsters from the pilot making a comeback. The symbol from Christina's dad meaning something. Gia showing up in America, and Tick and Letty's son being named George. All are bringing aspects, me too, are all bringing aspects from earlier in the season back around and making things seem like they weren't just random and for nothing. <clears throat> Another thought, watching Christina be beaten and killed was graphic, but throughout the scene I kept pushing the thought to the forefront of my mind that this actually happened to a little boy. Mm -hmm. They put a white woman through the graphic detail and I feel like, whoa, <laughs> Jesus, that's sad. Can they hear it when I don't happens? know. Probably not. Okay. I heard it. You did? Oh, okay, well, I don't know. Something's wrong with my VLC. I got to restart it or um, upgrade it or something. Um, through the graphic detail, and I feel like that might cause more people to see themselves in that situation. Oh, I hope Similar so. to the way yeah. Watchmen had the POV of someone being lynched, 
but I just don't want it to be lost in anyone that this happened to a child because of a lie and it wasn't a one-off occurrence. I recommend looking up the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to get more information on the horrible history of lynchings in our country. Absolutely. It's a, a dark part of our history, but a necessary one for us all to learn about. For to learn about why it matters why to be it fighting matters. as hard yeah. as we are now. Right. And uh, to have some empathy for people that have suffered uh, you know, for way too long. Roberto Abril sends an email saying, Hello, 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 boys and girl and guest. This show keeps getting better and better since Brett and I seem to have opposite opinions about each and every episode so far. I predict Brett did not like this episode. No, oh, you're it. wrong. It's the great unifier, this one. Also, I took the liberty again to pull some clips. I hope they work this time. Oh, by the way, this the subject of this email is let me in, let me in, let me in. That's the song. That's what the song but is. But then there's a second one oh, that's yeah, like, yeah. shut the door and don't do it. There's yeah. like conflicting. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a uh, cover of I Put a Spell on right. You by Nina Simone. Yeah. Oh, that was it Nina yeah. Simone? Nina Simone did the well, original. Nina Simone was original, oh. just like Sinner Man. Right. At yeah. the end. And then it's Nina Simone. She, right? I didn't know Nina yeah, Simone yeah. wrote the spell on you. Song. I don't know if she wrote it, but she certainly or was the first to perform it, I believe. Popularized it. <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. I would like to make a request. <gasps> Steve, please play one of your many fart clips, followed by the clip titled Stinks. Okay. I'll cue is it up. Our, is this our uh, uh, intern again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Clips aside, a lot happened this episode. It was interesting to see how they tied in the murder of Emmett Till and how Christina paid some guys to murder her in the same manner as him. Wonder where that will go later. We see D caught in the magic shenanigans. We got answers about the book and Tick's trip to the future, Tick's death, and most importantly, how about that sex scene? Anyway, just mm -hmm. anyways, just like Alana is super excited about the costume design and fashion, I'm obsessed with the music choices they've been making this whole season. Yep. They're killing it. Yeah, yeah, Hyped yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next episode as always. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm alert. All right, here are the clips. This first one's called Pig. Oops. This <laughs> first one's called. Something's wrong with my computer. Oh, here we go. Pig. Oops, that's really quiet. Hang on, let me boost it. All right, here we go. Fuck you, pig. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I wanted that one. This one's called Climax. When I have sex and my lover climaxes, my nine tails attached to him taking his life force. <laughs> yeah. Good confession. Confession time. <laughs> and this one called Stinks. It fucking stinks in here. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Oh. 
boy. All right. Oh boy. Israel Chavez Lopez sends an email saying, hello, BBBBBB boys and summer girl, Ecuadorian boy Israel here. Today I'm going to talk about some serious. The whole intro of the show wrecked me. Due to my job, I see a lot of bad things that can happen to a human body. What? Wait, and what is the job? Do we know? I thought he said he was a nurse or something. Okay. And I also see the suffering of the person dealing with this horrible situation. But I have never seen something as horrifying as the lynching of Emmett Till. As the show stated, his mother insisted on an open casket funeral and the photos are on the internet. I saw the, fo- the picture and almost cried out of anger and frustration. I could only imagine the suffering that poor soul had to go through just because he committed the crime of being black. We all have to actively fight against the people who, who deem such a thing as normal because this has to stop, not only in the U.S., but in the entire world. Amen, my friend. Sorry for the sad stuff, guys. I promise. Ooh, sorry. I promise to be less dense next week, it, but it's kind of hard with the show's themes. Please stay safe, and unlike your president, please wear a mask. I don't get it. Uh, Daniel sends our final email. The Echo Spider. He says, "Daniel, highly unsettling. Highly, highly, highly unsettling." Whatever that means. Wait, where's my music? There are quite a few things happening I'm uncertain about. (laughs) Daniel says, hey there, gang. Hope this made it in time. You're just in time for Arrested Development, apparently. (laughs) George Michael wanted to get some macaroni and cheese. (laughs) I gotta say, the girls, maybe twins that were chasing D, were so unsettling. Their look, their movements, great way to do horror in the daylight, very similar to It Follows, for sure. The ending of the episode, Mm -hmm. wow. Show continues to kick ass. Cheers, Daniel. Yep. Agreed. It's a very kick-ass show. Onward and upwards, um, Alana and I got an invite to the finale of the show oh yeah secrets revealed it's a we're going to an event that is going to be done at a drive-in we're going to see the final episode at a drive-in and i'm very excited oh hell yeah we're going and i think it's like because there's only one episode left right it's right after the next one yeah, there's one before the final. Yeah. So we're gonna so that one will air and then we'll see the final before the rest of the world. <laughs> Great. So anyway, so stay tuned for some kind life. of uh at least we'll do some social posts so you guys can see what's going on there. We won't do any spoilers or anything, obviously. But we're very excited about that. And, um, you know, we'll share everything that happens, obviously, once we can. And, uh, yeah, great episode today, guys. Wait, I checked on the what the buzz on Twitter is about. So what's I the buzz? Tell me what's happening. I mean, well, the obvious points. But one that I really love is a lot of people are talking about those girls and how they're so on it with their choreography and dance skills. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, dancers. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, these little girls are dancing like so perfectly. They're great. 
my god classically trained the two phenomenal. scary girls yeah oh yeah, yeah steve yeah. thought I they agree. reversed the footage they're doing it so well well i didn't think the whole time but certainly well, some of the time i'm not trying to paint you into a corner just a compliment Oh, um, it just feels like you're painting. It feels like you have oh, like. Oh shit! It did feel it. Colors. I felt it. I felt well, the brush strokes. I did get out my acrylics. Um. <laughs> so guys, Misha Green was doing. Oh yeah, like, and I was gonna say that's the next part. Well, oh, her AMA. Misha Green was pretty much like asked me about. Yeah, basically was on Twitter said AMA about Lovecraft, and people are getting real answers and asking real questions, and it's pretty interesting. I really want to dive in once we're done here yeah she asked i guess she just was answering a bunch of questions like um why don't you read some 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 of them up on there okay Steve? someone says i got so many questions but mainly i'm wondering if gr is going to take a role in things to come she's my fa favorite character by the way and misha said you have definitely not seen the last of gr how brilliant was jamie chung's performance in the episode in episode six killer killer yep funny story someone asked me on set if i was gonna rewind remind journey smollett oh, and jonathan majors to close their mouths when we shot the blood cannon in their faces i said i would never dare tell an actor how to act <laughs> she's getting funny <laughs> um were bullets bouncing off letty Wait, I have yes. a good one. Yes. Oh, there's a clip playing. I have a good one. May okay. I? Yeah, yeah, please. When the metamorphosis happens, where does the skin go? Oh. She said, we had a long discussion about this in the writer's room. I like the idea of piles of bloody white skin in the elevators and alleyways of Chicago. Gross. Not everyone in the room agreed with me. <laughs> what the fuck? That, I mean. Okay. I like that idea. That's all she said. Um, that doesn't mean that's what whoa. it is. She just likes it. Yeah. Someone asked, did killing the police officers end the curse on D? And Misha said, unfortunately, no. When did the... Oh, right, at the end. Because the monsters ate With him. the monster. No, it just yeah. killed her way of getting it taken off from them, at least. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, listen. What a great time. What a great show. Fantastic episode. I'm glad we're all watching this together and learning some important historical things and seeing some cool October spooky time monster scary things. I have one more that's good. Monsters eating racists. Can I do my la can I do one yes, last? Yes, please. please. Somebody asked if cuz I I've, I've been seeing people talk about that sh the D wasn't able to speak so much once the curse was put on her like she had to like <clears throat> to be able to speak. Oh, interesting. And it's been okay. struggling to speak throughout. And it's something I didn't really notice while watching, but mm. they mentioned it in the podcast and people are mentioning it a lot on Twitter. Someone said, oh, I love how she used her tools of drawing when they were coming to get her because she couldn't really speak. And it's supposed to be part of the curse that she can't really speak. Anyway. Oh, interesting. That was a little unclear. It was super unclear to me also, but other people picked it up. I guess that makes up, sense so. why she was choking when she was talking to Letty. Yeah. But she was able to get enough mm. out. Exactly. It was like blurry because yeah. she's mm. like when she called the police pigs, that was pretty strong yeah. ability. But interesting. She mm. did choke and to get it out. Anyway, somebody asked her any significance to D drawing before the twins took over. 
And she says, yes. And this question gives me an excuse to share uh, the drawing from an artist that um, influenced their the stuff on the show. I'll show you the drawing. But either way, isn't that interesting that there's significance to her drawing them cool. first? Are we going to learn that mm -hmm. maybe? Well, I hope my hope so. Whoa, is that one of her drawings? No, this is from the artist. I'll read cool. their name. The That's artist cool. is Afua Richardson. Awesome. Yeah, they did all the the work for the drawing for the show about the girls. Anyway, cool. Well, guys, cool. what a great episode, great show. Alana, thank you for your thoughts and your presence and your prayers. Brett, thank you for your presence. Thanks, Steve, for and your thoughts us. and prayers. It's the least I can do. <laughs> I'm really excited about the show next up. one. Guys, make sure to watch the video version of this podcast on youtube.com slash the valleycast. Brett Register and I have been playing a lot of video games on twitch.tv slash the valley folk. That's been a lot of fun. And I've been streaming a lot of fun stuff over there. So you might want to follow that channel and get all the cool stuffs going on over there. It and really makes you happy to watch them. It's a fun time. We you have a fun time. You want to feel better, watch yeah. them, boys. Oh, thank you, Alana. That's very yeah. sweet. Anybody want to plug anything, Alana, Brett? Uh, my Instagram is at Alana Ficus now. If you want to follow me, it's my full real name. Yeah, follow Alana. <laughs> yeah, it's A L A N A. I plug Alana's Instagram. Yeah, that's oh, a great plug. Cute. And my last name is spelled F I C K E S because everyone gets that shit wrong. <laughs> All right, follow Alana on the things. Aww. Follow Brett on the things. Guys, have a great, great time. We'll catch you next time on the First Time Show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.